It's that home tonight, eh? Gonna turn it up, please. I'm home nice. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with yeah. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope everybody's doing good. All right, let's get to it. A man pleads guilty to driving through a diamond bar stop Asian hate rally toward demonstrators. All right? Some hateful guy got pissed off and ran through a demonstrate well, through a rally, stopped the Asian hate. All right, so let me give you the details. Diamond Bar, California. A Diamond Bar man pleaded guilty this week to civil rights offenses when he drove his car through a red light toward Stop Asian Hate demonstrators during a 2021 rally. The Department of Justice announced Steve Lee Dominguez pleaded guilty Thursday to one felony count of bias-motivated interference with federally protected activities. All right. It happened back in March 21, 2021, March 21st, 2021. Demonstrators organized a stop the Asian hate rally in Diamond Bar, California, protesting the rise in hate crimes against members of the AAPI. I forgot the acronym on that, but it's an Asian based Asian community thing. All right. The AAPI community during that rally. A group gathered at the intersection of Diamond Bar Boulevard in Grand Avenue as they were protesting. They crossed the street in the intersection. That's when, according to the plea deal, Dominguez drove his car through the red light toward the protesters. It was all captured on cell phone video. Dominguez pushed through the intersection, made a U-turn, and then went back through the crosswalk. As he did so, the Department of Justice said he hurled curses and racial slurs at the de demonstrators, asking them to go back to China and calling some of the black protesters the N-word. While Dominguez didn't hit anyone as he drove through the intersection, he narrowly missed several demonstrators, including a nine-year-old girl, the Department of Justice says. After driving through the intersection, Dominguez then pulled over, got out of his car, and continued hurling threats and slurs at the demonstrators. He even called the police. The Department of Justice says it falsely claims that the demonstrators were blocking the street when, in fact, they were crossing the street legally and that he had to drive through the red light because they were about to trample my car. That's what he was trying to use for his defense. All right? So, the right... To political expression is a bedrock principle of this nation, said United States Attorney Martin Estrada. Mr. Dominguez's decision to attack peaceful rally meant to raise awareness of anti-Asian hate with both unlawful and it's un-American. Don't forget the blacks people, the black people Department of Justice. The Dominguez is scheduled to be sentenced on May 6, 2024 and will face up to one year in prison per his plea agreement. God damn it. That is sick right there. All right. Diamond Bar, California, a man pleaded guilty to civil rights offenses when he drove his car through a red light toward Stop the Asian, Stop the Asian Hate demonstrators during the 2021 rally. All right. So the Department of Justice got in his ass about that shit. All right. Uh, moving along. All right, I got another nightmare story for you people so you can listen to what I'm talking about. Um, 
This one is a nightmare indeed. Convi uh, convicted serial squadron may have schemed her last illegal stay after landlord fights back. An alleged serial squadron abruptly moved out of a Texas house last month after the homeowner spoke to media about the nightmare. All right. Abruptly moved out. I mean, she did some dirty shit before she moved out. Fucked up the whole property and all types of shit like that. That's what that means. A serial squatter who was last reportedly seen fraudulently living in a Texas home is officially a wanted woman in the state. All right. The Rolette Police Department charged Heather Schwab this week with fraudulent securing of document execution of over $30,000 and less than $150,000. A felony. A felony. A police spokeswoman told news sources on Thursday, the spokeswoman noted that the charge was an uncommon one that she and the detective have never seen before. Though that does not mean the department have never previously issued such a charge. Police say they believe Ms. Schwab is likely still in the state and is calling on members of the public to come forward with any tips of on her whereabouts. Mm-hmm. Ms. Schwab is a convicted fraudster who was sentenced back in 2018 in Colorado for felony identity theft in connection to serial squatting. She was released in 2020 after serving only 16 months behind bars and came back into the public spotlight this year when a roulette homeowner um, goes by the name of Jessica Davis sounded the alarm that a woman allegedly using a false identity move into her house without paying rent. Even though I am I am happy that there is a warrant for Heather's arrest. I feel like this could have been dealt with earlier if the Dallas County and Rolette police did not ignore my calls for help, my proof of fraud, and my wants on filing a report on Heather at the beginning. Ms. Davis told news sources on Thursday, Schwab's charge stems from a rental agreement she made with Davis pledging she would pay $3,100 per month in a 12-month contract. That's the lease. Davis spoke to news sources earlier this fall when Schwab was still squatting in the home and highlighted then that she called many local officials for assistance on that matter, but she was told that it was a civil matter. I called the police. I called the district attorney's office. I called the chief of police the assistant chief of police, the justice department, and the courts. Like, if I could get a number, I would call it, Ms. Davis said back in September. Ms. Davis and her husband, Colin Davis, purchased their first home in December in Rolette, Texas, roughly 20 miles outside of Dallas. The home, which has four bedrooms and a pool and a hot tub, a jacuzzi, was a dream for the family before Davis had to relocate to Florida for her job about six months ago. The couple did not want to sell the property, so soon after purchasing it and decided to rent it out. So they decided to rent it out. They posted listings on apartments.com. All right. And they posted it on Zillow. They posted the listings on apartments.com and Zillow to find prospective tenants and wound up with a nightmare scenario with swab 
who allegedly used a false identity to move into the house. Davis said she received an initial message from a hopeful tenant about the property, which came in under the name Heather Schwab, but the woman told Davis that she she was using her friend's Zillow account and claimed her actual name was Reyes, Reyes Rubel. Everything appeared above board with the application, and Davis allowed the woman and her 17-year-old son, who Davis said has autism, move into the home early as payments for the house were processing. All right. She let her and her son move in into the home early as payments for the house were processing. However, the payments fell, according to Davis, and the homeowners never received money from the woman. Ms. Davis began her own sleuthing of the woman after police repeatedly told her it was a civil matter, she said at the time. Davis then investigated the name Heather Schwab and discovered news links from 2018 reporting on her arrest and the subsequent conviction on felony identity theft charges from alleged serial squatting in Adams County, Colorado. She and her husband, William Schwab, were accused of renting and living on properties but never paying landlords. Pro uh, prosecutors dubbed Schwab a serial squatter. While the judge who presided over her case back in 2018 said her crimes were appalling, Davis and her husband hired a lawyer after the discovery and began filing eviction notices to no avail. Local media began investigating the matter last month, which Davis attributed to helping speed along the process of getting the squatter and her son out of that house. Schwab finally moved out late last month, Davis said, leaving the home stinking of urine and cigarette smoke and trash with food and debris. They smell urine. They smell smoke. Davis recounted of what her husband and police found when they entered the home. Both of the toilets were clogged up with mounds of toilet paper and other seemingly fluids. Like the beginning when I say she abruptly moved out. Davis lamented in her comments to news sources on Thursday that she had hoped local police would have acted much sooner when she discovered the squatter in her home, arguing that negligence and lack of communication is a heavy on that department on this matter and that she is paying for it. All right. I got, I got to tell you something about police and police departments and county, like sheriff's uh, apartments, stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you, hold up. I was even, she said, Ms. Davis even said, I was even told that I was not a victim, according to the Rolette police. They even admitted they ignored me until the local news got involved, she said. I hope the higher up or district attorney will look at what happened and fix the issues in the law department. The homeowner said she... The homeowner said the squatting issue has left her financially strapped and living with family members just so she could save. The property was supposed to generate $2,850 in, re in rent each month, in addition to the $300 monthly bill for weekly pool services. Instead, Davis did not receive any payments from the woman for the three months she is owed and is looking at a $1,500 water bill, electric bills, legal fees, mortgage payments, and expensive cleaning fees. Police told news sources 
that Schwab was last seen driving a 2005 Dodge Ram with a Colorado license plate. If arrested and found guilty, Schwab faces up to 10 years in prison or she got to pay a $10,000 fine. See, let me tell you something about the police, all right? Something about the police that people don't understand. And, and I know I talked about this before, but I'm going to have to say it. And I'm going to keep saying it till everybody understand. Like, when you live in a county, you live in a, uh, a, a subdivision, a neighborhood, a city, whatever, a town. You live in that place, right? You have the police department. Nine out of ten. I might say eight out of ten because that sounds feasible right now. Let's say eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. If you're not putting money in the politician's pocket, such as the sheriff, the, uh, the, the, the chief of police, because those are elected officials. Now, think about what I'm saying. Or the district attorney, those are elected officials. You get what I'm saying? If you're not putting money in their pockets like a lot of rich people do, and like in middle classes and higher, mid-class, I know what I'm talking about, all right? So if you're not supporting the politicians, like the mayor, right? That's an elected official, right? Then he get endorsements. When the mayor gets endorsements. The mayor gets contributions from the community. If you are not one of the paying contribu the uh, paying uh, uh, neighbors, the paying uh, residents that that's helping the politicians for your situation, the police not really gonna give a fuck. All right. So, because of the fact, Miss Davis um, got the news people involved, the local news people involved. The police had to freaking dig up and look. I'm like, oh shit, we gotta freaking figure this case out because now it's in the spotlight. You get what I'm saying, people? Like, like you had like the police. You gotta pay them and shit. Police don't give a fuck about what got what you got going on. And somebody like, and somebody, I'm I'm like, okay, Grand Theft Auto. They they're gonna uh, act on that one as quick as possible because you know what I'm saying. They're going to act on it, you know. But if they got something else going on, they're not going to act on that grand theft order. If somebody stole your car and you walked outside and your car is missing, you call 911. Hey, my car is gone. Somebody stole my car. You know what I'm saying? Nine out of ten, they're going to look for the car. But if they got something else going on, like a big-ass bank robbery that caught the news that court nationwide news, they're not really going to pay attention to you. They're going to deal with it as soon as they can. You see what I'm, you see what I'm saying? With that being said, um, with that being said, it, uh, they put Miss Davis's case all the way down the work case, the, they workload. So they had, to, they had to dig up the workload. They found the Ms. Davis case where she had a squatter in her house and stuff because it caught media attention. You see what I'm saying? And now it's nationwide attention. So now the Rolette Police Department, now they're under fire, they're under scrutiny, and they, they, they can't look crazy. People are about to lose their jobs in the goddamn department in Rolette County, whatever that shit is. And then they have to freaking deal with this now. That's just how it is. Now, Let's let's change the scenario. Now, let's say Miss Davis is a avid, a avid supporter 
of these elected officials, like the chief of police over there in Rowlett County or Rowlett Police Department, they would have dealt with her matter instantly. You see what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say, oh, you guys need to pay the elected officials. You need to be supporting these politicians. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it how it is. This is how it goes. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm sorry for Ms. Davis, what she got to go through. What she went through is atrocious. It's disgusting. I I'm, I'm feel bad for her and shit like that. But you, like... You know, I'm pretty sure Ms. Davis just kept harassing the police department. Like, look, man, y'all got to get this person out of my house. She's over there illegally. She's not supposed to be there. She's a home squatter. What the, what the hell are you guys are doing? Like, come on, man, stop playing around. I know she was tripping and stuff. I feel bad for her. You know what I'm saying? The police do not protect and serve. The only thing they protect and serve is their pockets. That's it. You know what I'm saying? As soon as people realize what type of world we live in, the soon we could come up with a better solution and living in a civilized society. You get what I'm saying, dog? You know what I'm saying? That's the, it's just that's just what it is. All right, and and this is just one particular case, but this happened in every everybody that does not ha that's not financially gr doing great in life. If you're not financially doing good in life, you see what I'm saying? Oh, everybody know what the fuck I'm talking about. Police is not gonna freaking give a shit about what you got going on. All right. Sometimes it's good to it's good to have a camera. And we live in a world where you gotta have a camera here and there. Like they don't push this to the point where you need a camera in your front doorstep, a camera in behind, in back of the house, the camera in the garage, the driveway. You need a camera in your mailbox. You need a camera in your car. You need a camera on your fucking bicycle and shit like that. You got to put a camera every goddamn where nowadays because everybody's on some fucking scheming, scamming shit right now. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a war between good and evil. You see what I'm saying? And, and we are really deep in, in it. All right? It's not, it's, it's not about to start. It already started a long time ago. We, deep, we, we in the first phase of this war between good and evil. And that's just what it is right there. So if you live in a district or subdivision, um, it's best. And then you're a homeowner at that. If you're just renting, renting and stuff like that, don't disregard what I mean, Don't disregard what I say. You need to listen to what I say. Uh, but but if you're a homeowner, you have to know who's all the elected officials are. You got to know who rep your representative, your local representative. You have to know all of this shit. You see what I'm saying? You got to know if you want to protect your assets, which is which is your house, your property. You know, property is the biggest asset that anybody could obtain in life, all right? See what I'm saying? I'm in a I'm in the process trying to buy me property right now as we speak, and it's the biggest thing that I'm trying to accomplish in my life at the moment. You see what I'm saying? So you gotta know, you gotta know the chief of police, you gotta know your the captain and the, or you gotta know the department. You have to know. And it's best that you know them. You see what I'm saying? Especially when you own property. You own a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? When you're acquiring big finances in your life. You got kids now. You need to know all of these things. You'll be an idiot if you don't, if you move sloppy. You see what I'm saying? You buy your nice property. You got to know all of the officials in your goddamn county where you live at. 
Anyway, I'm going to keep it moving on some more news. You already know what time it is. This is your man, Benz. Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. Holla at your boy. You know what I'm saying? Salute. That's that Harlem thing. You know I go down. You know how it go down, son. I give it up real easy. Let's go. All right. Florida shooting leaves at least two dead and 18 people injured during the Halloween celebration. All right. Hundreds of party, party goes on the street of Tampa neighborhood when the shooting happened. A shooting in Tampa Bay, Florida, killed at least two people and injured 18 more after a fight broke out between two groups on the street crowded with hundreds of people during a Halloween celebration early Sunday morning. The shooting happened just before 3 in the morning near a strip of bars and clubs in the 1600 block of East 7th Avenue on Y-Bar City neighborhood. I don't even know how to pronounce that one. I must just call it Y-Bar City neighborhood in Tampa. Police Chief Lee Burkhardt told reporters at the scene it was a disturbance or a fight between two groups, Burkhardt said, and in this fight between two groups, we had hundreds of innocent people involved that were in the way. Video posted online shows people in Halloween costumes drinking and talking on the street when shots ringed out, triggering a stampede. Some people toppled over metal tables and took cover behind them. Video from the aftermath shows officers treating several people lying on, lying wounded on the ground. Lying on the ground wounded. They just said they had one person in custody, and I hope he's the person, Mr. Emmett Wilson told news sources. Wilson said his 14-year-old son, Elijah Wilson, was killed in the shooting. Damn. Wilson, whose family lives in Tampa, told reporters at the scene that his son was a good child who was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. I've been trying to tell him to stop hanging around certain people, but he haven't been listening, Wilson said. One suspect, only identified, he's only identified as a male, turned himself into turned himself to police, Burkhardt said. Authorities believe that a second shooter was involved. Right? So one suspect identified as a male, turned himself to police. And there's another one. Authorities believe there's another one out there. No details on the conditions of the 18 hospitalized, but injuries were immediately provided. So some officers were on the scene at the time of the shooting, but none were injured. The circumstances that led to the fight still is under investigation. Authorities asking the public for information or video of the shooting to contact to contact the uh, Tampa police and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It's sad that I st- I anticipated something like this was gonna happen. I was ain't, ain't it sad that I was waiting for a story like this to break out on Sunday morning. I was just sitting there waiting. I'm you know? like, I know something stupid about to happen, and I'm gonna have to talk about it. And this one was kind of big. There's probably more that's going on or more that happened earlier in the last, um, what, 10 hours or last, yeah, about 10 hours in the last eight hours, I guarantee you something happened. Anyway, let me see what else is next. All right, this one is in East Atlanta. I told you, man, I ain't gotta look too far. Four, Four teenagers shot Saturday night after a party in East Atlanta. Four teenagers were shot Saturday night in the 3300 block of Glenwood World on the East Lace Terrace area. 
According to the Atlanta police, two groups of teenagers got into an argument at a house party prior to the shooting. The groups separated after the argument, and one of the groups was waiting for a martyr bus. I don't know what that is. When the other group came back and fired several rounds from a moving vehicle. Two 15-year-old females were shot in their legs, a 16-year-old female was shot in the arm, and a 17-year-old male arm was grazed by a bullet. At this time, no one has been arrested. This is in East, East Atlanta. Countless others, more and more and more. I could go anywhere, it's going to be the same story. You see what I'm saying? So, ladies and gentlemen, what that tells you, what more can I say? Like, real talk. I don't even want to look. And then, what's the name? The, some actor had died at the age of 56 or so. I forgot the white guy's name. Uh, you know, it's, it's just it's a, it's a lot. I mean, I was going to talk about him earlier. But it's just too many shootings. Like, I could go back and show it to you, bro. Like, and this is all Atlanta right here. I ain't even hit New York City yet. I ain't even hit New York. Four people shot, including two students near um, Georgia State University campus in downtown Atlanta. I gave you the four teenagers, all right? I was about to tell you about Matthew Perry, the star from Friends. He dies after a parent drowning. He drowned somewhere. I was gonna talk about that right there. What else? There's more. There's more in Harris County in Houston. There's more over here in Chicago. There's one in Detroit. There's one in Milwaukee. There's one in goddamn Los Angeles. Nigga, there's so many, there's so many shootings just all across the country. Memphis, Tennessee, goddamn. I don't even want to talk about Florida. Goddamn Alabama, doggone. New Orleans, Louisiana. Phoenix, Arizona, shit. New Mexico, nigga, Colorado. Utah, motherfucking Washington State, goddamn North Dakota, South Dakota, North Carolina, South Carolina. You know, I could go on and on and on. New Jersey, Boston, Massachusetts. What the fuck, nigga? Indianapolis. Yo, it's nothing. Yo, this country was raised on gunslinging, the Westerns, man. Back in the day when people used to ride their horses with the goddamn 38 long pole and, and shoot your ass from a distance. We still in the phase, bro. This, this is what we do, you know? If you have a hammer, the world is a nail, you know? It's a mentality that we gotta get ourselves out of. It's a mentality that's destroying all of us, you know what I'm saying? Even the shooter, so. Some people think because they got a gun, they could conquer the world or something like that. And, 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 and truth be told, uh, pulling the trigger and just having a gun doesn't mean you could defend yourself, all right? I didn't, I didn't seen guns been taken away. Somebody pulled a gun and somebody took the gun away from them and got their ass whooped. You see what I'm saying? I didn't seen people pull out a gun and I'm not making this up. I'm telling you things that I've seen. I've seen a person kick a door open, pull a, uh, pull a gun out, pull the fucking trigger. Gun was not working. He pulling, he desperately trying to pull the trigger, trying to make the gun work. Before you know it, about five dudes jumped him and, and got the gun away from him. I've seen it. 
I'm just try- I'm trying to tell you people. All right. If you have bad intentions of doing something harmful to another person and you have a weapon in your hand, yo, nine out of ten, you're going to freaking karma is going to get you nine out of ten. I really I'm really statistically supposed to say ten out of ten. And that's the truth. Not nine out of ten. So ain't you no, ain't gonna have no one percent of you surviving the ordeal, the decisions that you made with the fucking handgun to go hurt somebody. So ten out of ten, you will be held accountable one way or another. I promise you, the police don't have to catch up with you. It can be something else. Karma is a bitch. I'm trying to tell you, bro. I have a past. I was a dope boy once upon a time. I know about karma. You know what I'm saying? And Dope Boy is not just, oh, yeah, I just sell drugs. No, there's a lot to it. There's a whole lot to it. Basically, you're a street nigga. You see what I'm saying? So, well, yo, you do dirt, you get dirt. That's what you're going to get back. You know what I'm saying? That's why I made it my business to do some podcasting so I could tell the younger generation, look, if this is the life you choose, this is what you're going to get. It's inevitable. It's not, it's not, you're not going to be successful at it. All right. Nobody ain't successful at it. All right. Just look at look at the older generation that did do it. Look at them and now look at the shit that they're going through. So I'm going to just end this one right here. I'm going to give you another segment. Don't worry about it. You know, today is Sunday. I'm watching the Jacksonville Jaguars. They go three and then uh, Steelers. They three points. All right. The records for the Jacksonville is five, two and got them Pittsburgh. It's got them 4-2. See what I'm saying? That's their record. So Jacksonville is doing good. I think this is week eight, I believe. So I'm going to talk to you later. You already know what it is. This is your man, Ben's Forever Thinking Out Loud. Just follow me on Instagram. Type in, in the search engine. Type in the search engine box, Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. And you can do the same thing when on, on TikTok. I'm very active on TikTok. I stay got people jumping in the comments arguing about some shit. See what I'm saying? I do it all day, man. I like I like to spark up a little arguments and shit. Everybody want to tell their side or their point of view, and that's what I'm into. So this is Thinking Out Loud. I'll holler at you later. Peace. Boom. It's the home line. Gonna turn it up, please. Them home nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I don't feel love with Gonna turn it up, please. Them hard nights. Party at the Bodega.